Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into your imagination. So quiet up and listen down. Nope, scratch that, reverse it. Everybody and welcome to the show. We are just another movie night, and I am Scott. And I'm Joe. You sure are. You are my everything, my best friend, my love of my life, Joe, my partner. <laughs> You're such a cute goober. People are puking from listening to this right hey, now. Hey, <laughs> what's up, everybody? This is before and after reviews where we do spoiler free thoughts on brand new movies in the theater we go every thursday night and we drop them every friday unless there's not a movie we just said yeah who cares yeah so what who cares but this friday this uh thursday we are seeing wonka i gotta tell you i'm really excited the prequel to the original willy wonka at least that's what they're saying and we saw the trailer and Here's the thing. We saw the same trailer at least 50 times in the theater over the span of whatever. Mm -hmm. And not one of those trailers did anything for me. Oh, see, I'm the opposite. I I didn't know what to think at first when I saw the trailer. But then I, I just... I love Timothy Chalamet. I just love his face. I, I love everything about him. I think he's... He's he's just so expressionistic and I, I like him. But um I was a little nervous when I was like when I saw Hugh Grant um as the well what appears to be the only Oompa Loompa in the film. Yeah, I mean doesn't it feel like why hasn't there been a cancellation? I mean, I don't know what you mean by that. But I mean because you feel like you're you know, the whole idea of taking jobs away from things. I'm shocked. That the, no one's been talking about that, but I guess if they would have oh. uh, uh, chosen an actor with dwarfism, then people would have been like, oh, why does an Oompa Loompa have to be like that? Yeah. So I think like you're screwed either way, but I do love the idea that Hugh Grant is willing and able to... T- you know what? I Can we talk about Hugh Grant's change in direction where he's just taking strange jobs? Yeah, you know... Uh... He's he actually changed a while back. I mean, he he's been taking roles that are kind of like he he's got this dry, snarky humor. Yeah, you uh, know, he's gotten himself in a lot of trouble over in the past. Uh, I remember John Stewart famously didn't want him on the Daily Show ever again. He was one of the band guests. Really? Yeah, because he pissed him off so bad. Um, what did he do? I don't. Hugh I don't Grant just being this. Hugh Grant, very smug, very assholeish. Uh, uh, yeah. say, basically saying he didn't want to be there. And wow. John Stewart's like, don't be here, you know? That's uh, terrible. 
I remember that. And no, I, I know Hugh Grant's always been like that, but I will, I'm going to say that I appreciate his constant changing in his direction of where he's just not playing the leading men. He's not taking those kind of jobs. He's willing to take a, the piss out of himself. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think with me, I've always kind of liked him, but uh, I remember when he did um, Love Actually, oh, I and he love did that like movie. the dancing. He didn't like it basically be admitting that I'm willing to poke fun at myself. Yeah. But then, in the last year, or I don't, I think it's two years now. I don't know when Dungeons and Dragons came out. Was that last year or this year? I can't. It's mm, no, the years I, are blending. I want to see. Dungeons and Dragons came out like two years ago now, I think. It can't be that long ago. But the fact that those two movies, he was willing to joke about himself so heavily and take these roles that he normally never would have kind of impressed me. Yeah. Uh, and I, oh, I, I'm i really bad at not pointing out Paddington 2, which uh, this director also did. Yeah. Uh, in that, he was willing to play the villain, and he was excellent. And that movie is fantastic we love paddington too I, I think that it's pretty well agreed upon that everybody just loves those movies mm -hmm. they're adorable and i think that's the biggest draw for this sequel for this new movie this we're about to see is the fact that the same director of those movies is involved but the trailer scared me and i guess i always have a rule when a trailer isn't that good, the movie's usually pretty good. Mm -hmm. And then when the trailers are amazing, I'm pretty let down. Mm -hmm. This is one of those times where I was like, well, the trailer isn't ca catching me at all. Tim Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Okay. I'm just correcting you. I'm just my saying, job. Doing yeah. my job. Timothy Chalamet. Yes. He is, doesn't ring to me that character at all. And so... Seeing the trailer, I was like, I just feel, this feels odd. And I, there's not really much in the trailer to even point out much more. But then I remember when we finally got a second trailer, which very late in the game, I feel like only a month ago. Yeah, we did. Uh, we got a new trailer where they heavily showed Hugh Grant. Mm -hmm. And I just remember going, this is going to be bad. I didn't think it was going to be bad. I thought that he was going to be a bit extra, a little bit too much. Yeah. Um, but I still, there's just something that I wanted. I just wanted to see this. I, we love Wonka. Um, and so we're, there's no way that I'm not going into this excited. I think Timothy Chalamet, he has such a great face. Like, I just thought that he, you know, and he's got that build and he's got that carefree kind of thing going on where he'll do anything in a movie. I like that. I like his charisma. He has a lot of charisma. So, I mean, I we guess. were just different on this because I was excited when I saw this trailer. And, you know, you know how I get when, like, kids get on my nerves? I, like, right off the bat, like, in trailers, I could tell you that that kid's going to annoy the shit out of me. When I saw this trailer, that little girl didn't bother me. So I was like, oh, this could be a good movie. You know? Yeah. Um, she's hardly in the trailer, but you can tell that she's going to be a big part of it. Yeah. Is she the one from Sweet Tooth? <gasps> oh, my God. I don't know. I was just thinking let about it look. while, you know, like thinking about maybe it being the possibility. I'm not really sure. Oh, let me look. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, um, to speak about Timothy Chalamet, 
he he uh I, I know that he's very he's been one of these actors that's kind of like forced that he's just like needs to be in everything and then he's very like amazing i remember the one time that i thought okay i like this actor was in uh the wes anderson movie um the what, what was the oh my god i just blanked on the name of the movie uh, the, the oh the um asteroid city no i no, mean no, 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 no. no french dis- french french dispatch, dispatch. Uh, in that movie in particular, I remember being like, oh, this guy's actually really fun. He is. In this. And uh, it just, again, an actor who is willing to do anything different. Yeah. But none of his performances, I like Dune a lot. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say that, I think like he feels very subdued in that film. And I think that there's a reason for that. It makes sense. He's going through a lot. There's like certain things about that character that's uh, interesting. He's got some stuff but, on his shoulders, I mean, in that movie. Yeah. But, um, oh, just to answer your question, no, that is not the Cutie oh, Pie's Sweet it's not? Tooth. Okay. No. No, it's not her. But, um... She reminded me of her in the bits I can see in the trailer anyways. Um, but, uh, yeah, about him, nothing about him. I just feel like he's one of those actors that is more of, like, this, uh, model type person like where people are just like he shows up at events and he's dressed really interesting and mm-hmm. he does all this stuff he always like stands out to me more of that than the actor so he's not like connected to me any in any way to be this big actor okay and so it's like i guess when i see him i just go yeah okay you know like that's not a big deal to me i guess yeah i get it okay um so well i guess we should also say that how do we feel about the original Gene Wilder, Willy Wonka. All right. Well, I can already tell just from the trailer of this this trailer that it's definitely going to be a different, different kind of movie, a different different take on Willy Wonka, which I think this is taking more from the book. I want to say I, I'm not positive on that, but Gene Wilder was great at, at you know what he did. However. There is a lot of aspects about Gene Wilder's Willy Wonka that kind of scared the shit out of me. I think that's why we like it so much. Yeah, you know, like it was, I don't know if a man who runs a chocolate factory should be this like brooding and creepy, you well, know? in that movie, he was years and years of being basically depressed that things have become the way that they are and feeling that he was being robbed and they were stealing from him and people were taking advantage of him. So he shut down the factory and basically put himself into seclusion. No, I understand all so that. So his, yeah. his character's a little out of control. But also the whole point of him is that he makes crazy things. He's he's kind of like this he's genius. He's eccentric. So he's of an course, eccentric, yeah. Yeah, of course he's a little nuts. Yeah, no, I get it. And but I think he, that's important to the character. It just seems as though in in this, you know, in a movie where the plot is that he's trying to find a child who will be his legacy, who will take over the chocolate factory for him. He, he goes about these things as um, very strange ways, you know, like to scare the shit out of them on a on the boat ride. That boat ride scared me. I mean, yeah. it was... That's some terrifying visuals there. He's almost like a he's a horror icon. Yeah, in a way. almost. That's, I think that's what's great about him. He's so unique and so original that it's that character that stands the test of time. Yeah, I and I understand that too. But I also feel as though a man who 
who runs Chocolate Factory and dresses the way that he does and looks like a novelty, he should be more charming than he is. But isn't he both? Don't He's you find a, him charming and scary and all those things? I find and that's him in, the mystery. Yeah, it's it's sometimes I feel him. I feel he's endearing, but then other times I'm like, oh my god, he's terrifying. He's gonna freaking kill this kid. I, I will say though, to add to the whole idea that he's like some kind of nutcase that's like going after the kids and stuff like that. He doesn't. He purposely has these kids. He doesn't trust them. Right. He was hoping for them to be good, but he doesn't see it. So of course. He's not that, uh, I guess, willing to work with them. So, of course, he's being off-putting because he doesn't even believe that any of these people are worthy. Right. It's just, it's bizarre. And also the whole idea of the whole thing is just crazy. It's a crazy concept because he, what does he send out? Six tickets? What? How many children are there? It's six, six all over the world. You you are putting your faith in six children. I mean, you have to at least go through a hundred kids to find one good one. <laughs> that's a that's right. You know? That's right. So like, it's very strange. And that's why he sends Slugworth to see if they're yeah. willing to work. You know, like take from him. Yeah, I mean, Gene Wilder's take on this is, I think he was fantastic. I think he's. It, it's hard to live up to something of that you know like that um the way that he he performed in this in that movie but i i i I will say this i love that film i think that it's almost flawless i know that maybe some people wouldn't agree with me i think it is the only thing that i would even say is a drawback in that film is one song in particular which is uh, cheer up, Charlie. Okay, fuck Grandpa Joe. Oh well, of course. Well, we're not even talking about that. But yeah, I mean, if we're talking about plot wise, yeah, Grandpa Joe's the villain. See that? That's what. Th- it's still there's great a lot. Film. Yeah, there's. I mean, I don't. There's a lot going on in that film that would suggest that. I mean, what is going on in this universe? I mean, it's just astounding. There's. There's no, I hate to say like. I love it. It's like a dream. It is a a dream. It is 100% a dream. It's a dream and a nightmare at the same time. But like, I mean, you're telling me that this poor kid inherits a freaking chocolate factory. Like, come on. You know, I don't know. I, it's just, it's it's very far fetched. It's it's one of the rare movies that gets me to cry every single time. I know, especially at the end when they're in the Wonka Vader. It's the end of the Wonka Vader. That, that's not the thing that makes me cry. Everything else just makes me happy. Just the song, Pure Imagination, just the tune playing. It is a beautiful. Makes me happy. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. And, you know, the fact that a, a poor boy actually wins it all and he his good heart, you know, it kind of he makes him the the chosen one because he's such a good person. It's really uplifting and sweet. But I will say, Grandpa Joe is the villain. Yes. He is the villain. We don't need to go into that much. We're not doing saying, a dissection. You're, of the well, you're trying movie. to say that, he, you know, it's a 10 star movie. Uh, I didn't say that, but. You said I, it's a perfect movie. It's I said it's an almost perfect movie. Okay, almost perfect movie. Okay, there fine. are things wrong with it. Yes, Grandpa Joe is the villain, but I think that's the point of it. I think they're trying to say the adults are the problem. Yeah. And that childhood belief in something that that imagination that before you sacrifice it to become a, uh, an adult all the adults 
in the original Willy Wonka are scumbags, except for the mother. Yeah, yeah. The, the mother's and, the only one. She's going out there. She's working. She's even going Wonka to- himself is being shown as being an unhinged adult. Yeah, and that's like kind of the point. They needs that again. That belief, like a that like young, a child child heart heart. Yeah, yeah, like um, you know, before he sacrifices innocent it all. heart. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And uh, and I, I think that's a really awesome thing. Well, and that's why I I brought it up because it's important when you talk about a new Wonka to talk about the ones that come before so now let's move on to the real elephant in the room tim burton's Willy wonka or okay. charlie and the chocolate factory uh so now you said we could talk about the charm and the unhinged and the crazy aspects of gene wilder's wonka now let's talk about johnny depp's michael jackson michael jackson impersonation wonka that is really, really odd and off-putting. It felt like he was channeling that whole thing, yeah. I mean, it, I can't watch that movie again. It, I can't it, do it. It's funny because it's one of those movies that I know isn't good, but I remember on viewing, there was things about it that I appreciated. I appreciated the fact that they went into Wonka and why he is the way he is and his childhood and you know the idea that his father is the reason that he went into chocolate because he was a, his father's a dentist and he refused to let him have that. Yes. And so it kind of psychologically messed him up. And I think that was kind of a fun idea. Yeah. And I also think that Tim Burton really, of course, because it's Tim Burton, embraced the psychotic aspect. Mm-hmm. And so that's fun in that way. But the rest of the movie is almost... It's just it's not... Unwatchable. Even, it's It's kind of doesn't even... It's it's so unmemorable, like rememberable. Like you just don't even you block it out of your mind, and it's an oddity. And so, coming off of that, going into a new version, it feels like almost nothing. There's no way it could be worse. In I a mean, way. I, I I don't think this movie is going to be worse than. Yeah. That's that what I'm saying. It, it feels Tim like Burton's, can, can it be? It can't. I, I there's just no way possible. I mean, it just can't be. If it is, I wouldn't be shocked. But obviously, there, there's. I just don't think it can be. I mean, that movie was so dreadful. I couldn't. The, the whole persona that Johnny Depp was putting out. First of all, it was very off-putting. Even looking at him like that. Oh, it's very awkward. It, it just yeah. doesn't fit. I, I just go back to Edward Scissorhands and the you know Sweeney Todd and all that. Just go back. That's what you do best. Stay away from this weird shit. It's just it's not you. But anyway, it was done, and it's unfortunate. But uh, yeah, that movie. I, it, there's no way this one's gonna be worse than that. That's exactly right. I mean, no way. that's how I feel too. And there, there is an odd like enjoyment that I had of that Tim Burton movie. But I know it's bad. It, there's something about it that's all unique and different and weird, and uh, I, I kind of uh, respect that. But yeah, that's uh, that's all my thoughts going into this movie. That's yeah. not, that's basically like the wrapping up. I I don't have high hopes. I know you are more excited to this see this. This is another switcheroo on us because you're the one that usually has um some kind of um you know kind of like the hopefulness. Yeah. Me, I I'm usually like ah it's gonna be a piece of crap. But it's you know wait scratch that reverse it it's <laughs> definitely me going in hopeful and you like eh. 
Yeah, there's something just doesn't ring right. And uh, can we point out that the running joke has been since the trailer came out of this Wonka film that he is wearing the exact same outfit as Gonzo is in the Muppet Christmas Carol? And it cannot leave my mind. It's been all over. I posted it a very long time ago on uh, Instagram. I wish... I'm just going to keep reposting it because it is dead on. It's so friggin' funny. I mean, it's close, yeah. I mean, it it's pretty very much, close. It it's the same color is, scheme and everything. It it actually might be the same. <laughs> it's it's the, the someone like I think that the meme I posted was um, Wonka is stealing uh, Christ stealing uh, his swag or whatever. Oh, Gonzo God. swag. Oh my! I'm looking at a side by side here. It's pretty darn close. It's so it's so perfect. But, I mean, they should have given him a like a purple coat, like a purple purple coat, like the one he wears. Gene Wilder wears. Yeah, it's it's like maroon, right? In this or something like I had. It's, it's like maroon. Yeah, yeah, they should have given him. It's exactly a super Gonzo's like jacket. even like a lavender coat. They would have been better better off with that. But anyway, one I, more thing I had to say. One more thing I'm going to bring up because you brought up the uh, the switcheroo here that I'm the. You're the optimistic one, and I'm the non-optimistic one. Uh, we just saw another movie. Uh, we didn't do a, um, uh, an episode on. Uh, I'm posting the review tonight. Uh, we just saw another movie that we had high hopes for because how could we not? And that would be the uh, the boy in the heron. Um, and it's uh, Miyazaki, and you're like, oh, it's going to be... It's it's Miyazaki. It's you know they're, they're it's doing. not going to be bad. No. So we're like, how could it be bad? And we we came out so disappointed. Yeah. That now I'm just like getting to that point where I think everybody's getting me, where I'm just now starting to get very, like just dark toward movies. Like they were saying, like I'm just feeling like, oh god. I'm not falling into the bog of eternal stench. Okay, I'm still hopeful, but like I'm, I also, I I like more. Miyazaki movies that I dislike, although I haven't seen them all, but I, I do like more than I dislike. So yeah, this was a disappointment. It's just like Wes Anderson, you know, when Wes Anderson did Asteroid City, you know, they, we can't win them all. We just can't win them all. Um, did I think it was a terrible movie? No, um, but it, it disappointed me. So like, I hope that I don't come out disappointed. That's that's like a terrible way to you know after you see a movie, you want to at least if especially if you're like going in hopeful. And then you come out and you're just like, oh, yeah, damn it. I know. That's how, that's why I brought it up only because it, here it is again where the optimism is starting to die, especially since we're just coming off of that yeah. and that optimism being destroyed. Uh, and here we are. So let's go check this movie out and see what oh, we Well, like. you're not falling into the pit of despair. No, no, I'm not letting you take my hand. Take it. Take my hand. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen of the Gallery Gourmet, my name is Willy Wonka. He's good. Too good. Pretty sure I've gained about 150 pounds in the last two weeks. You could change her life, Mr. Wonka. Change all their lives. Run away! Every good thing in this world started with a dream. So you hold on to yours. Here we go, Mama. Mark my words. This is 
going to be the greatest chocolate shop the world has ever seen. The suspense is terrible. He, he's going to go this time. I hope it'll last. Hello, we're back. We just saw Wonka. The new Willy Wonka film. The newest one. <laughs> All right, so in the before, I was saying that my optimism for movies has been destroyed. So I, I'm, I don't know. Do you want to start or should I start? Well, I think you should start. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, we were in a theater that was the biggest theater in our movie theater, and it was dead. Not, I think there was one other couple in ours theater. One other, yeah, one other couple. And I would say about the 45-minute mark, this person let out a big groan. I didn't hear that. Big yawn. And uh, I didn't see them leave, so they're either sleeping still in that theater or whatever. But I will say this. I didn't enjoy this movie that much. I kind of liked it. That's how I'm coming out. I'm like, this is fine. But again, my I was correct in a lot of my worry. I didn't I really didn't get into what I thought might happen and what I thought might be problems with this movie. I thought and and I didn't say it enough. I should have talked about it a little more. But um a lot of my fear kind of came true. Um, Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet, Ding Dong, hit a lot of. I don't know. There's something that does not. His Wonka, my big worry was that his Wonka wouldn't be anywhere close to that same type of character. And. I was kind of correct. He's a little more wonky. He's a little more like he's a little more jokey and a little more opt way more like optimistic. Like I think the Gene Wilder version, which I think they are saying this is supposed to be the prequel setup, although it does change things to the extent where it can't be. Uh, so I, I don't know, but if it is trying to be Gene Wilder. He doesn't even have the same hair color. So, I mean, it's it's not really. But I would say that the thing that was funny about um, Wonka, the Gene Wilder version, is that he would have, like, he was more, I would say that he's more like Adam, um, the Adams Family, where they kind of just enjoy everything that comes their way dark-wise. Like, they find a way to embrace it all, the wackiness, the silliness of every situation, and kind of just deal with it. And here, it's very trying to make him emotional and make try to make him more of a optimistic, but also down on his luck. And it kind of, like, the tone of it doesn't feel like that character, but... I understand this is an early version and he'll get to that, but I just felt like this was like more of a happy Disney version of that character. This movie is, I don't know. Do you agree with me on any of that? Well, I was going to add to what you're saying by um, 
well, first, first, just let me say that I, I had a great time with this movie. Okay. I did not absolutely love it, but I had a great time with this movie. I thought it was really cute. But I will say that they kind of added a little bit too much of the fantastical, like, magical Yeah, element. the whole world is, like, like too the magical. The whole world is whimsical and magical and... um. I just feel like somebody that has his kind of abilities where he has a hat that doesn't end. You know, it's like Hermione's bag in Harry Potter. You yeah. know, he's constantly pulling things out of this hat that, you know, it, it's just like yeah. the, the borderline magic, um, fantastical, whimsical stuff. It's it, it borders on quite ridiculous for this type of situation. It seems like he should be able to get himself out of any possible yes. dread, any possible, you know, bad situation he's in, but he somehow cannot. And he gets, you know, in these, you know, scenarios in these situations with bad people that he would normally not be in if he had this kind of magic and they emphasize the magic a lot, mm-hmm. but it's, they don't, they're not understanding that he has this ability, he has this magic about him, so why is he in so much trouble all the time? Yeah. So that's, I do agree that that's just me adding to your, I don't I know. I think you got, yeah, you well, you went a little on to uh, another point. Yeah, definitely, I agree with, uh, well, but I, as Timothy Chalamet, yeah. as Wonka. I, yeah, I wanted to add to that too, like, so, so like, he yet yeah, no he doesn't have the same hair color or anything um that's a slight thing but it's stupid yeah because i'm I mean, just pointing it out that he it, is it the same is it supposed to be i think it is but i'm not sure it doesn't feel like it really is but my point is do these characters feel like the same characters n- no they 100 percent feel like completely different characters like there's a type of optimism about uh chalamet playing him that we don't find with Gene Wilder until like almost the end where he turns into a different person where like he smiles at Charlie and says, Charlie, my boy, you did it. Yeah. And he, you can see that he had just turned into a different version of himself here. We're seeing Timothy Chalamet as the same person throughout the whole movie. Uh, He's, you know, kind of like in, Kind of like silly optimistic. Yeah, I, I wanted to point out that uh, even when in you know, with Wilder's version, when he he does do that, he does. You said he can changes. No, he he's just like happy because someone actually proved him wrong. But at the end, after that scene, he becomes and he's still that Wonka because they're flying in an elevator and they're going to smash through a window, and he's like. Oh, I, you know, oh, we could, yeah, we could be, we could be killed. Mm-hmm. He's still like a Looney Tune. Oh, he's a Looney Tune, and, for and sure. And I think that's what's great about him, and that's why I brought up the Adams family. Kind of that we're not bad guys, but we're kind of like we just enjoy. We see things differently than you would. The things that you would say is ugly and dark. He kind of like embraces. Well, yeah, I mean, the I get that in the wild because I'm like that too. I'm, I'm like that that same person. Like I love creepy gothic, you know, abandoned buildings and churches and weird, creepy stuff. Yeah, but not to the extent but, of yeah, Willy Wonka and the Adams Family. But 
you know, you know what I'm saying. Right. There's that that character's like flipped in that way. It's an oddity. And Chalamet's character is like in a he's in another world. He's in a completely um it's like a some kind of mental utopia where like he just no matter what situation he is in, no matter how dire the situation is, he's always on a different level. He's yeah. always, he, you know, sometimes you see him cry, but it's for reasons other than why, you know, the situation that he's in. He's also very gullible. He's, he is. Uh, he, there's a lot of things childlike. there. Very childlike. Which he, kind of is the fun part, yeah, the childlike and, stuff. But. Yes, and that is one of the things I love about how he portrayed this because he's just so fun with the and he embraced the singing and the dancing he completely embraced it so it's definitely a different take on the character of Willy Wonka just I mean I just want to pretend that Johnny Depp's Wonka didn't happen because it's oh, an absolutely. abomination yeah. this is again it is better of course than 100% Johnny Depp's like what we yes, said before Timber. that we were you know there's there's no way this one could be worse than Johnny Depp's no. version no there's just no way yeah it, this was whimsical and and fun and there it was uplifting although it did take you into a pit at yeah. some point i before we get too far into the next topics i want to go back to what you just started talking about before which is the magic and the stuff that seems to be awkward that's a huge problem with this film, I think, is that the movie has a tone problem. It totally does not connect with itself. And unfortunately, in the original, there's a wackiness to the characters around it. But Wonka and everything that he has to do with is post, it's like in heightened. Everything's supposed to be special, completely unique to the universe. There's like alien stuff when you go into that. Where he knows about things like the Oompa Loompas that humankind doesn't know about and they don't see, mm-hmm. but he knows because he's touching on another realm virtually. Right. In this, it feels like the whole universe is used to the realms being crazy. It's kind of really odd. It, it's everything's silly and everything's out of control and everything's heightened. Everybody's okay with it. Mm-hmm. Now it's okay to play things for jokes. But when it comes to Wonka, everything should feel special. That's true. And, you know, just to add to that, the character, that uh, Noodle, the little girl. Now, just, I'm not giving away anything, but, you know, she's never actually had a piece of chocolate in her life. And, you know, that's okay because that makes sense because of her situation. However, when he's reaching into his hat and yep. he brings out a jar of candy this is what i'm talking about out of his hat she is not at all moved or taken aback by this yeah now you just witnessed magic <laughs> she's seeing magic he's there's a part where he goes into his hat and pulls a tea kettle out and yeah. it's the wrong thing he's actually looking for something else but he pulls a tea kettle out and the person who sees it she goes you pulled the tea kettle out that's nice and I'm like, he's got a steaming tea kettle that just came out of his hat. Yeah. And you're acting like that wasn't anything incredible. Right. And then uh, characters take things, you know, they take the, it's in the trailer where they eat like candy that makes them fly. And uh, it's just played for a laugh. No one's like, it's special that he somehow invented something that can make you fly. Yeah. Characters come in with hooks. They're ready with hooks. They just come in with hooks to, to hook them down and pull them down and say, oh, don't there's nothing to see here just people defining the lies, uh, laws of gravity which is funny but 
it adds to a, a tone that doesn't really make sense and makes Willy Wonka feel less special. Right, it does. And you're 100% right because nobody, like on the ground or any of these, um, you know, onlookers, nobody is actually moved by any of this. Yeah. It's like there are people flying. Now, that's what I'm saying. Like it, when the whole magic aspect is that it's a, it's a bit extra when if you could do all of these things, why are you struggling in life? Yeah, he is, there's a whole opening song where he's counting the money he has and he keeps losing it, which is a very, very funny joke. And uh, it, it's kind of like a, a really funny moment. But the problem is moments later, he's doing stuff like, oh, I don't have any money. I have nowhere to live. And then he's able to pull a steaming kettle and make hot chocolate for himself outside in the cold. Mm -hmm. And it's you're just kind of like, if you could do all this. People yeah. would see it. Someone would say, like, you are you could do stuff. Right. And if you have a jar of chocolate in your hat. <laughs> yeah. Which saying it just makes me laugh. But, like, if you have a, that in your hat and your chocolate's supposed to be this magical and amazing, just set up a little stand on the road and uh, sell it. Yeah. And then he has to do it in this one spot, which is, like, this is what I'm talking about. This movie feels like Paddington and Wes Anderson films, like, had a baby. Because it's just so nonsensical. We're supposed to be okay with it. Yeah. Where which I am like that. It's that it's a kids movie where you're you turn off that uh, that disbelief. You know, like you suspend your disbelief. Yeah, of course. And so this movie revolves around the chocolate cartel. Now, I mean, like, okay, I get what you're doing, but it's so odd that three chocolate shops were built right next to each other and they're not worried about each other and so that connects to something else which is obvious but they see a guy who can make chocolate that make people fly and instead of being like we'll partner with you or we'll whatever we have to get out because movie yeah and it just i don't know it doesn't it just it just the whole plot kind of was just like eh there's not it much like, here. Yeah. It just seems forced. It seemed like a, a, a strange thing to throw together to make a movie. Um, because, like you said, like the, the whole entire plot is basically these three fellas. They are, you know, chocolatiers. And apparently they just are so threatened by him that they want him out of town and, and they'll do whatever's necessary. Okay, fine. But... I'm a little baffled. Why does he have to set up shop in this particular town? Because his mother talked about it in the past and talked about that one particular place and he's, that was his dream. And I get that, it's but it's like nonsensical odd. because yeah. why would you set up a chocolate shop in the same town square where there are other three chocolate Which shops? Which is really funny in the end when he doesn't stay there. Yeah, right? It, yep. It's like the whole movie, the movie wasn't... Is, just, it it why doesn't would... connect to itself. Yeah. It's very odd. I mean, it, it is so bizarre. Like, but... <laughs> uh, there's so many layers to talk about here of things that don't really connect. So many characters, so many things. But I, I would say that there are... Uh, that's I guess that's a big problem is just how that tones... The tones shift so much, especially the musical aspect, which... I think that a lot of people would agree. Mm. Sorry, I had to drink a little bit of water there. I think uh, a lot of people would agree that some of the songs in the original were some of the problems. Like mm -hmm. I said, Charlie. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan of it. Um, but it, it, like the music aspects are probably the weakest part. And here, 
it comes so often and it's so much that I don't know if the songs were working at all for me. Yeah. Sometimes they come out of nowhere I mean, and you're like, oh, here we go again. There's no happy medium here. I thought there was going to be a happy medium because I'll tell you in Tim Burton's, which I don't even like referencing because it was so bad, but, you know, Deep Roy, he was the only Oompa Loompa, mm-hmm. but... You know, then he did that whole montage with the rock song and the guitar they and the did whole different thing. Styles of music with and I was song. like, "All right, well, this is a little bit different." But um, I, I, I don't feel that uh, you know, I don't feel like Timothy Chalamet had like a you know particularly great singing voice. It was just that no, he, he kind of was endearing when he was singing. Yeah, he, he's a uh, willing. The actor is willing to do these things, and yeah. that kind of makes it fun. Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk some of the highlights. Okay. Olivia Coleman? Oh my God. First of all, I had to ask you if that was Olivia Coleman. We love her as an actress. Oh, she's great. She is great. And um I, I didn't even recognize her. I mean, they put so much I hate to say um you uh, know her teeth. fugly on her. Yeah. But they put a lot of fugly on her. I don't okay, this movie has the best voice or voice actors yeah. I've ever seen in film because everybody who speaks has a brilliant voice. Mm-hmm. They do. Whoever the actor is that's with Olivia Coleman has the best voice. And and there's also a, like a security guard that has like a running joke throughout the movie. He has a great voice. And then there's another guy who lives who's with Wonka in this uh, hotel that they're at. He has a brilliant voice. Yeah. It's so many people with so many killer voices <laughs> that stand out. And also the main actor playing Slugworth. Oh yeah, yeah. He, he was great. He he is so he's making like I, I can't he's chewing up scenery with his face, that actor. He's he's doing a great job. Yeah, he really is. And there's so and also um Keegan Michael Key. Yes. Is very funny. <laughs> had me cracking. He, he's up. very it's a funny running joke with him. Um the songs around some of these characters don't really work. But some of these characters are really funny together. The, there's just like bit characters, and they're all got a little running joke that's kind of funny. And uh, Keegan Michael Key's really funny. Um, uh, Rowan Atkinson is also in this film, and he's not in it enough, unfortunately. Right. But he's funny when he's in it. There's like the the actors are all doing a good job. I mean, yeah, I think everyone in this in this movie did a great job. They. They, I think they gave it their all. They really did. That's what I'm saying. Like the actors are doing a great job. They're carrying the movie, but the movie—it's the story and the songs. None of the songs really stand out. None of them not, are like these great no, moments. Not really. The songs don't really stand out. But I'm not gonna lie to you. When he does sing, "Pure Imagination," it's the best part of the whole movie. I I got the chills. My my um. Italian arm hair was standing up. I teared up. I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't the ending of this movie was actually very touching. Yeah, I didn't look at you because I was like, oh, Lord, I know it. He, he's not going to be able to hold it back. It's a little, it was a little forced. The, a lot of the things that came, like what happens, just kind of happened. Like the, the, the ending of this movie is so silly because time doesn't exist. They, mm-hmm. These characters like come out covered in, in chocolate or something. And then the next shot, they're all completely dry. And then they're told that things happen in between the time, but it was impossible. I'm like, no, no, those characters weren't there for that moment. They wouldn't have known that. Yeah. And so the movie just does things. It's like, oh, 
were just moving along. Yeah, they were just trying to move along. And that, it, it, it feels jarring. There, there's problems like that to this movie where it's like, it's just jarring. Uh, I would also have to, we have to talk about Hugh Grant's Oompa Loompa. Okay, this is gonna, we thought this is gonna be a problem going in. Well, I, I like Hugh Grant, and so I knew it was silly just to see Hugh Grant doing these things. He was hysterical. But he's, everything that he does in this movie is literally in the trailer. He's not in it enough. It's true, but I mean, he's not. No, he is not in it enough. But he, every scene he every was in, every scene is in the trailer. I just love him. He's so tiny. He was so. I mean, oh, it's funny. He wasn't even like, um, you know, and like it. What you would think an Oompa Loompa is like, um, you know, like a small person. It. He's not like that. He's literally a tiny, tiny person. He's maybe what is he? What they say he was eight inches tall or some shit. He says he's even smaller than the the re, the, the most normal. He Oompa could Loompa. fit into a jar. I mean, I mean, he was really small, but he was so cute. He's funny in it. It's just that his character comes and goes and disappears and reappears whenever the film just feels like oh yeah that yeah but they they do put a plot in there for him so it's kind of, i mean it might it's, be a weak plot it but it's a weak. it's a plot you yeah. know at least they tell us why he's there um but i i would say you know I, this one i i was entertained though i was entertained the only thing is like you know like you said the musical numbers weren't that great and uh there was some problems tonally um but i mean i was watching this movie like yeah it was just fun i guess one more positive is that it looks beautiful it absolutely looks the the sets the cg sometimes you can't tell sometimes you just look at the backgrounds you're like that looks gorgeous yeah Uh, that's a that's the wes anderson part of it the color schemes the directing there's Mm -hmm. killer directing in this there's some transition shots there's some stuff in here that looks great. A lot of it's not... I think it really just comes down to the script not being as strong as it could have been. Yeah. And so since the story's not that strong and the songs aren't the best, like, it's just... The songs don't knock your socks off at all. And a lot of them are not really memorable. So that's a big problem when your movie revolves around that so heavily. Yeah. So I, I think this is one that I enjoyed enough to call it maybe a six okay i I think it's just fine i i don't think it will stand out at all in my mind i don't see myself enjoying this more in a rewatch i think it's just for now it's like "Eh, it's okay yeah i think i'm gonna agree with that i'm gonna give it a six also i mean i did have a good time with this though i mean there's not one moment of this movie where i was like oh and another thing is i really enjoyed the the actress who played noodle i thought she was really sweet and she was she seemed to have good chemistry they had really good chemistry and also the whole entire time she was um she's a little bit more mature than i think she should be for her age you know, like everything he, everything nonsensical he was saying, she was kind of correcting him. You know, like yes. no, that's not possible, or no, that's not, that's not, you know, that's not a thing. But it's you know, odd too, seeing as when you're told how she was raised, right? You're like, why did she learn? Yeah, how did she learn to be pretty much anything? I mean, yeah, she's very smart, and she's on her game. This is like a Harry Potter scenario where everybody's always like, well, how how did he learn so much when the Dursleys were terrible to him right it's the same situation here yeah you know what i don't care i i would have done it and wait with those people long ago she's the chosen one 
She's the girl <laughs> who lived. Yeah, the girl who lived. But she was cute and she, you know, she didn't um, aggravate me like I thought. Like, you know, because kids sometimes in movies, they just get on my nerves. But yeah, um, she wasn't over the top or trying to be super cute. She was just super cute. Yeah. She didn't it try too natural. hard. It came very natural to her. Um, the only thing is, is that, you know, the character herself was not impressed by any of the magic, which I felt like this character should be because she hasn't really seen anything in the world. Yeah. I did. Can I ask you something too? This is something else I noticed. The, the chocolates looked amazing. And every time someone ate them, the reactions always weren't like, eh. Like oh, yeah. there's a part where she eats like a lightning bolt cloud chocolate. It was pretty. And it's her first time she's ever eaten. And she's like, Yeah. Oh, I liked it a lot. And I was just yeah. like, Jesus, you, but, it looked like it would make her face explode. Right. You know? I mean, that's Later what I'm on, saying. a lot of people do it, kind of. Yeah. yeah. For a kid who hasn't seen anything or done anything, she's very not impressed by anything that she sees. She really isn't. Um, so that's a little shocking to me for a young girl who hasn't seen anything. And she's seeing this guy pull chocolate out of his hat. Yeah. I mean, it's it's quite astounding. I mean, they're flying Definitely, yeah. you know. So this yeah. isn't the unfortunately, and seeing how the theater was not nobody was in it, I have a feeling this movie's gonna bomb. But I will say that I don't feel like this is the movie to continue the legacy, make a new spinoff, like I have a new series of Wonka films. I don't feel mm. like this movie is going to be that movie. No, but I, I don't, I don't feel like it is either. But then on the other hand, I'm like, if they made another one of these with him. I would watch it. I would. Yeah, especially while where it's now the what happened between. Yeah. The 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 the, the original the situation. Yeah, we can't really spoil anything. But well, I mean, it's already there. You already know that he's going to set up whatever, and there's going to be a time where he's got to close the shop, which is in the original. Right. So you kind of like that's interesting to see what might have happened between there, but. I don't know. I, I don't think this is going to start any franchise. I don't think this is going to make enough money to even think about it. So, who knows? I don't know. I hope it does. I really, um, I just enjoy him as an actor, but he's doing fine. He's got Dune. So. Oh, uh, oh, he doesn't have to worry. No. Yeah, he's made himself a good career. Yeah, he has. He's, he's very charming. He's very likable. Yeah. I just I just really like him. I think he's a very, you know, the, when it, I like the actors that aren't just like um aren't just like a pretty face you know like everyone likes jason momoa because he's hot or whatever i mean that's a, great take the, take away the beard and the hair and shave all that shit off and you uh ladies are gonna be like oh okay this this i like the ones with have that have like the different kind of looks a different different faces like i like adrian brody and i like timothy chalamet and D different different looking people you know and uh he just has that unique yeah and he he has that um kind of like dark features and he just looks interesting and i like him so i hope i, I hope he succeeds with this yeah you know but that's it i mean I, <laughs> i'll give it a six and i had a good time with it i really did i had fun so all right so I think that's all, all we have. We're both given to six. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So um, let's get out of here. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good one. Uh, hit us up on social media at uh, The Crafty Misfit on Instagram or just another movie night. 
and uh, we appreciate you for listening. Have a good one. Bye. Don't just stand there. Do something. Help. Police. Murder.